we are going to do an icebreaker, but first we want to do introductions just in case you all don't know us from different audiences. My name is Alicia. I'm the host of Millennial Vlogs Podcast, um, and I'm excited to talk to Rondell, my girl, about dating, because you know it's boot hole where you know so it's getting a little spooky but it's cuffing season there's a lot of stuff going on around here so i'll let her introduce herself and we'll get straight into the topic hey everybody my name is rondo martin and i am the founder and ceo of single and Family City, which is an organization for christian single women but um i'm also a multi-passionate creative so i'm excited to have this conversation because if it's one thing I've done a lot of things. <laughs> in my defense. So I have a lot of stories, a lot of insights on the Now your sound is a little muffled. I know I was hearing that. I'm just like, no, like what is going on? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But I'm we're gonna gonna to... these blue yeah. papers. I'm gonna try. We're okay, gonna we're gonna try to work through it. Um, so we have a little schedule for y'all, but first for the icebreaker, we want to know, you know, there's been a lot of buzz, you know, uh, on the social media, and we want to know, would y'all go on a first date to Cheesecake Factory? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Did you hear my question? Um, I heard the last part. Yeah. Uh, so, so the icebreaker is, um, I said everything is in a chokehold. You know, it got everybody in a chokehold. Do you think Cheesecake Factory is a okay first date? I think so, yeah. Because here's the thing about it for me. Like, I feel like in this day and age, especially with social media and everybody saying, oh, you know, make sure that, you don't settle for this, make sure you don't settle for that, make sure you have a provider. And all of that is important. I think a lot of times we complicate dating. Like we make it more more stressful than it needs to be. And I feel like if Cheesecake Factory is that bad for you, then those are the kind of conversations you should probably have before you pull up there. But I wanted to research that because I didn't see the full video till maybe like two days ago. And then, you know, she put out a statement video afterwards, right? Talking about she w didn't want to cause confusion and she just is about women empowerment and all this type of stuff. So needless to say, basically what I got out of her statement video is that she wanted to go viral. Like she wanted this to be something that people were like, oh my gosh, Cheesecake Factory, you know? But she really said a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> so, and then people were saying she was late to the date, that he actually had reservations at a fancier place, but they missed the reservation so yeah. i don't know but just the topic at hand though i'm all for cheesecake factory like it's not mcdonald's or something i could see if it was like mcdonald's <laughs> you know? yeah so i have a couple of ideas on that one so within the cheesecake factory i wouldn't go to cheesecake factory for a first date but it's not because I'm, I'm bougie it's because i don't like like i don't like cheesecake factory one i can't mm. you can't read the dang menu i get it's romantic and it could be but another thing what you said to earlier it's like too many different 
things are happening in the dating realm. First of all, you have to have a conversation. If she don't like Cheesecake Factory, don't take her there. Y'all should know where y'all want to go to eat at. So don't I don't I don't agree with her recording it. So I'm like, what was your motive of recording it? So that's why I honestly thought it was a skit because mm. I'm like, nobody's gonna sit there and record like, uh, uh-uh, he's taking me to Cheesecake Factory. Like that's something that you do after when you talk about it. So I was just like, what? Like, I was just like, I feel like that was a skit. And yeah, the I felt the thing, same way, too. Yeah, the, the third thing I, I was saying to my friend is, like, the reason what dating is because people are putting preferences. Like, they're making it too hard. Preferences versus what you like, what this is, stuff like that. It's kind of like, if this person doesn't want to go to the park, that's fine. And, like, I think they take preferences and bare minimum to an extreme. I don't want to go mm. to the park for a first date. My friend, she would go to the park for the first date. That don't mean that we're bare minimum. Like the ice cream thing and stuff like that. Like we're not bare minimum because we like that. I wouldn't go on a first date to a park. I would go to mm -hmm. a first date to the movies. Some people don't want to go to movies because you can't talk. So I think people are getting preferences mixed up with bare minimum and stuff like that. It's just like we all don't have the same things that we like. Exactly. So I think that that is one of the biggest issues within dating. But then these men, they see it, they hear it, and you have podcasts and stuff like that where some women are going to be like, I want this high top, I want this low top, whatever. But, like, men, they're hearing all different things. Well, does a woman want this? Does a woman want that? Okay, they don't want this, they want that. But it's like, you really got to get to know who you're dating. And that's, that's very what true. Doing. That's very true. And I'm, oh, Lord, I can't believe I'm about to do this. But I'm going to just borrow the cake for a second. I don't usually do this now. I don't <laughs> now I'm scared. What you borrowing the cake for? <laughs> No, but I'm just like, okay, this is the one time I'm going to show some empathy to the fellas. Dating is hard. Like, think about it from a man's perspective, okay? And y'all don't come for me, ladies. Don't come for my neck. I'm just saying. Like, they got to figure out, and I'm not excused. I'm not talking about the alpha male podcasters. I'm not talking about the guys that are chauvinistic. I'm not talking about none of that. I'm talking about the guys that are genuinely trying to find somebody, but they're trying to navigate all these different spaces and stuff. So... To the men here, this this is not absolving you of accountability as far as like Alicia was saying and I was saying, getting to know the woman that you're dating or pursuing. But from the man's perspective, it's very hard to kind of like, I guess, find that that common ground or like to date, period. Because nine times out of ten, they're going to be the ones to pursue. They got to be the ones to pay for the date. Because I don't know about you, but I'm not paying for a first date, personally. So, that's, you know. Oh, so that's they question. It was 50-50 on the date, see? On the first Wait, date. On, on, they got to the first date. I'm not paying for the first day. I literally just had a conversation about this with a guy that we get it to know. And he was like, because I was trying to figure out where his ha head was at pertaining to that. I was like, are you truly like a 50-50 type of guy? Or do you just like to see that a woman like cares enough to reach for her wallet? Or like, how, where are you on the spectrum? And so he was like, he is not looking for a woman to pay, but it's nice to know that she's willing to pay, I guess. And so I was like, well, I'm going to tell you flat out right now, on the first date, I ain't reaching for Nan Wallet. So Girl, I'm not reaching. I ain't looking. I ain't got, it. I ain't got one. I was like, so don't look for me to reach for no receipt, no wallet, none of that. I was like, no. I was like, after we get established, like say we're in a relationship, I treat my men very well. The proof is in the pudding. You can ask any of my exes. They were treated like kings, you know? But I feel like for you to pursue me, I'm more traditional in that sense. I'm like, I want to see that you're going to actually like be ready to pursue me. And I think the least you could do is pay for a dinner. Especially when I'm not asking you to take with a fogo to shower or Ruth Chris or something like that. Like, you know, like again, bring it back to Cheesecake Factory. That's pretty reasonable. But from the man's perspective, let's say he's multi-dating or whatever, it could be a lot, you know, especially if 
the women that he's choosing or pursuing are all like, I want the most expensive thing ever. So I feel like to bring it full circle, the men that are reacting to the whole cheesecake factory thing, again, not the not the ones on the fringes, not the ones, you know, out there, but just the normal ones, it's kind of like, well, dang, like, cheesecake factory ain't even good enough now? Like, where do you want me to go? Like, <laughs> no, what do you want me to do? Like, because before you know it, you can be called sassy, you can be called a brokey, dusty, you know? So I feel like it's just a bit much sometimes. And also what I wanted to say is all of the couples that I know in my personal life, um, either my family or family friends or whatever that have been married or together for a long time. I'm talking more than like 10 years. Um, their first dates were probably things that would make us touch our pearls. Like, what? Y'all went there? Y'all did that? Like, <laughs> no, but they're together. So I feel like the main point of dating is to get information, is to get to know somebody. So if that's the case, I can understand, like you were saying, there's a lot going on at certain restaurants and stuff like that. You do want to have a chance to have conversations, but the cost of your plate is irrelevant in the grander scheme of things, especially for someone like me. I'm just kind of like, you know, I don't, again, I don't want bare minimum, but I don't really care so much about the restaurant itself unless it's food that I just don't like, which I would have told you, you know, because I'm a pretty vocal person. So I just feel like, Go out, get to know the man. If he's treating you eating, sis, get yourself a plate. <laughs> you know, so enjoy yourself. <laughs> but so, no. so that's the thing with the men part. Well, that's they fault. They multi-dating, but they not being up front. And so then you have, they have to decipher, like, I'm not trying to bring lust and all that stuff in there, but you got to decipher who's going to be what. You're seeing this girl. She's like, oh, I want to go here. I want to go here. I want to go here. But you don't get to know the person. You don't have conversation. You so quick to want to get them that you're trying to take them out. And then that's they're going to use you for what you got to use you for what you got and what you say you can do. Oh, so you got to decipher between that. And so, yeah, girls going to be like, oh, I want to go here. I want to go here. But you're multi-dating. You're not saying like, oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And you're not communicating that. You're just showing them something or whatever. Then they're going to go back to that. And so you don't know about them. You're just like let me show you on this like let me show you off whatever so i think another thing is like men need to know like who they should invest in in a sense like who do they want to be with have conversations with this person and that's true like i need to ask them you 50 50 are you what like are you thinking you this and it's like men nowadays they just don't even be thinking like i want to pay for this they're over here like well counting the girl's pocket it's like well what's going on with that and so when we get into dating you do make a good point it's like you're really supposed to get to know with each other you're supposed to get to know each other but with social media everything is like oh doing dating reviews doing this doing that it kind of like creates this whole facade about what dating is and maybe that's truly what it like what people don't know is like what is dating why is dating so hard like why do we make dating so hard why do we have these podcasts that are talking about dating instead of like loving each other we always preach love 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 treat people this treat people that but then in the dating scene dudes be ghosting you you be getting blocked well, well, I'm, I'm a ghoster so i can't <laughs> um, i can't cast no judgment they be so rude and just so uprooting and just nasty it's like why are men so rude and nasty not saying that women are not but right. it's just like there's like a missing piece to the puzzles well, um, you definitely I'm have a like... blocker, so I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> I don't look ghost, baby. I block. I try to ghost, and they keep on coming back, so I be blocking them. That's because you ghost, ghost in them, but they're zombie in you. <laughs> 
which which what is zombie and please some what is zombie and mean okay so for those that don't know zombieing is when you are getting to know somebody y'all dating or whatever and then they disappear and they come back weeks months sometimes even years later so basically spinning the block and this is the season for that this is that hey big head hey stranger you know i miss you randomly out the blue type of text or phone call um you know that's zombie so, so i'm gonna go ahead and go all the way and you don't ever hear from them no more Ghost, yeah, ghosting is when they just go away and you never hear from them. Zombie looks like, yeah, zombie, you might think you're ghosted and then they come back and you're like, Whoa, I think I've been zombie like one time. Mm. Yeah. And most times, when people zombie, it's like, I really do believe that they found somebody else or somebody else was in the wings that they were more interested in. It didn't pan out, and they're like, let me go back to good old faithful over here, you know, because we did have a vibe, you know, we were kind of cool, and let me see what's up. Let me see if they're still single. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm not feeling too much on the zombie end, because no. You said you're not feeling that? I'm not feeling the zombie end. Like, don't come back. <laughs> like, after... <laughs> they already I, blocked with you. <laughs> like, after I talked to you 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 came back like i'm done i think i might have let one go but oh and that's another thing it's like you could think like oh they're talking to somebody else but also they could be like oh yeah you know how they're like oh life be life and i'm busy da, 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 da. i'm like okay yeah whatever so it's like okay but i also know i'm like oh this isn't going to go anywhere so i might you know what in that little bit very true yeah i might entertain you for a little bit but i'm already gonna know that this ain't gonna go no further because if you could do it that's very true because my angelo said when they show you the first time believe them Somebody and you know what I have that is true that's a word come on Maya but yes. <laughs> you know, um I have honestly been one of those people that has used that excuse hey Aisha my middle name is Aisha okay. but um yeah <laughs> just spelled differently but it's Aisha but yeah so I have used that line before I actually just use it over the summer Loki. <laughs> so I would say when people tell you like life be life in they're just not interested enough in you because if you're interested enough in somebody like you really like them you're gonna make time like mm -hmm. you already know my schedule I'll be fighting for my life like you know firsthand <laughs> and I make time for the guys that are the most important to me I make time for the people in general that are the most important to me so if I hit you with the whole life be life thing either we're not that close like we just literally never gained a spark or you are feeling me more than i'm feeling you and i'm okay not talking to you i'm okay not reaching out because by the time the day is done a me thinking about having a conversation with you drains me like i don't want to be on the phone with you i don't want to you know i don't want to talk to you so usually when people tell you that line they probably are interested but it's just not enough for um, any sustainability Mm, that's a good way to look at it i don't know and i don't necessarily know if i agree with that line like yeah you make time for what you want you make time for who important to you but sometimes like what if you literally do not have time like it could literally be like you're working you're going to school you have a business your seven days are booked or you have two jobs and your days are booked like you could literally be working fighting for your life 10 hours a day like I mean, it's only 24 hours a day. Like, you want to sleep, you want to rest or something like that. Um, so I don't know that. But but that does bring me to my next one. It's like, sometimes I feel like it's okay to be honest and being like, hey, I don't have time to date. And so I think sometimes that is the issue too. It's like, 
people don't be up front. They be want you be having too much going on. You be trying to find a job. You be trying to get your life together. You be doing nothing. And then <laughs> kind of day as well. Like, no, you're not gonna be able to take me out on dates. No, you're not gonna be able to show me as much attention or time that we may want because you don't have time today. But people be so pressed and want to be in relationships and want to be together and stuff like that. But it's like, it's okay if your relationship don't look like social media. It's okay if you want to take right. a month off or two months off to just get yourself together because you don't have time today. Instead of mm -hmm. making the other person feel like they're not enough, they're not worthy and stuff like that. It's just like, sit back and reflect on your life and figuring out if you have time. But don't be ghosting people or zombie and people and stuff like that because Right. your life wasn't together and then you have other people internalizing things and that's another reason why i hate when people are like they don't owe you nothing they don't people don't owe you nothing it's just like well that's that's common courtesy if i'm talking to somebody for like even a week or two weeks you could say hey i'm not that interested in you like right. exactly. people that because at the end of the day if we are validating people feelings if we are talking to people like if we was interested in that person like you could say hey i'm not feeling you right now like that's okay people are gonna have to deal with rejection uh in a week or two not that you own anybody anything but it's not like you taking dating and doing all that stuff so you could just say hey right now i don't have time hey i'm not interested in it like it's it's okay to say that but it's like this whole oh they don't owe me anything they don't da -da -ba -da -da -da. that's what the issue is and that's why we can't even move forward because people are just like okay it's me i'm worried about myself but it's just like that's what the issue is people don't know how to communicate, communicate. And that's true like go ahead oh i'm saying communication like it's in college it's in school but it commute effective communication is not taught and they it's people not. need to know how to communicate effectively it's okay everybody's not going to be your vibe that's even in friendships and stuff like that just say it don't talk but if the person is like constantly hitting you up or something like that just say like hey i'm not really interested or hey we could be friends but sometimes right. that's why we happen to ghost people because i'll be telling them like hey we're not gonna work out and they still be messaging me and i'm like girl we not and that's what i was gonna say so i want to backtrack because i'm like my wheels are sitting talking. <laughs> but what you were saying about like um sometimes life is just that busy like just to put things in perspective and everyone's different i will say i'm naturally pretty good at multitasking um and at least just communicating in general, keeping people abreast. But just to keep it in perspective, I'm a single mom, I take care of an elderly parent, I'm self-employed and an entrepreneur, I homeschool, and I still keep up with dating, friendships. Oh, ma'am, you don't need to be dating. Huh? Ma'am, you don't need to be dating. You got a lot on your plate. No, I'm dating right now. I, I'm, I'm I know, getting to I'm that. No, but I'm getting to that. I'm getting to my point, though, because that includes my point. So. All of that's going on, but what I was gonna say is, we say we don't have time, but sometimes it's literally as simple as, like you said, setting a text. There's times of the day where you're not doing anything, like you're sitting in the bathroom, you know? <laughs> you're in the kitchen waiting for something in the microwave. You can send a quick text and say like, hey, just checking on you, how was your day? Boom, you're done. Like, you know, little things like that. And again, it comes back to my point of like, sometimes we overcomplicate things. And then I was also gonna say too, when it is right it flows so the guy that is the main one i'm like focusing on right now that honestly is looking pretty promising but um girl yes the main one <laughs> but period <laughs> but no but it's looking promising with him i would say he's just as busy as me he's a single father but it works like we've been talking now for like a month and it has never been a day where I'm like, dang, like, I feel like there's no effort. Dang, like, where's the communication? 
because it works it flows like you know so if you have to force it if you're finding all this friction it's probably not a match because at the end of the day if you're really feeling somebody you're gonna make that five to ten seconds to send a text or a voice note if y'all can do that you know if you have compatible phones or whatever but it's not as hard she's, as iPhone, she's an android user dang you had to put me on the spot like that because <laughs> you said the compatible <laughs> I love the voice. Yes, Team Android, period. <laughs> but um, needless to say, like, it just flows. Whereas there's other guys, like there was a guy with Danger in the summer. He's busy like me too. But it was so much friction. It was like we just could not get on the same wavelength. So nature takes its course. Like things that are supposed to be will be. Like, you know, it will naturally come together. And it doesn't always have to be this big, like, okay, what's your calendar okay boom i'm gonna block off 7 to 7 45 p.m on wednesday we're gonna do like you know it should just if it's not having any flow to it if it's not just cohesive it's probably not for you sis like and i'm not gonna say throw the whole man away but it might not be the time for him or it might just not be him you know and then there was something else i was gonna say too um as we were talking oh right about the ghosting so i've done both as far as like just ghosting someone and just being gone hey molly is she still in here and then also telling the guy that i'm not interested and when like yeah i get what you're uh, what people not you what people are saying when they're like oh they don't owe you anything but i'm with you it's common courtesy but i will say depending on how hot and heavy we were I might just ghost and not say anything. Like, I might just go away. You know what I mean? You know? So it depends on the vibe. It depends on how close we were or, you know, just I how feel I like you talk to someone, like, every day. So, like, and, like, me. So, well, I don't know. It's, like, ghosting. But if I'm talking on the phone, like, I start, and I'm busy, too. I'm taking my precious time. So I'm just saying, like, if I'm talking on the phone with you for an hour or two hours, like, you have to know, like, okay, yeah. I like talking to yeah. you. So, like, if we're talking multiple times a week and on the phone, hour and a half, whatever, but th that's why I'm confused. So I'm like, so are you, so it sounds like you're interested in me because you're calling me and I'm talking to you. But then a week later or like two weeks later, it's like, we don't talk anymore. Okay. Yeah. So it, in a case like that, like, I would tell the guy. Yeah. Or a guy that's like texting me all the time. I feel like I know why this one dude, he, I, he goes to me, but I feel like I know why he goes to me. But that's a, a different conversation. But it's like, we were texting, we were texting, he was calling me or whatever, and he was, like, real consistent, so I'm like, okay, this is cool, but then we had a conversation, and then he, like, kind of stopped talking. You yeah. could really be, like, the common courtesy of, like, oh, hey, okay, we're looking for different things, whatever, or I'm too busy, like, saying something. It's not like I'm talking about the dude that's like, oh, hey, and you text him five hours later, it's like, hey, okay, five oh, hours yeah. later, what you doing? Okay, the next day, oh, I'm doing good, baby, I'm already gonna stop texting you, because <laughs> no, I'm talking about... <laughs> When you're talking to somebody like every day and it's like more than like 10 minute conversations oh, oh yeah so yeah in that case i would in that case I, i've always told a guy i'm not interested but like you said nine times out of ten when i tell a guy i'm not interested it's like it's a thrill like oh i'm gonna make you interested you go you gonna be with me like you, oh, yeah, I guess that, yeah i'm like we i'm like this is not gonna work and he's like well we can make it work now. we we can't we, we, right. we, we can't we can't we can't can't like make it work. water under the bridge baby let me go and they're like no <laughs> like you're gonna love me <laughs> you're, gonna yeah, so, you're gonna love me <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah so it's like 
I don't understand that part because it's like you was interested. So to me, I'm thinking you're interested because first of all, I'm not calling no dude. Say whatever you want. They're calling me. Period. So I'm thinking that's yeah. interested. And then when you stop calling whatever, then I might hit you up like, oh, hey, because I like, you know, I'll just do that a couple of times. But then it's like, okay, I hit you up. Hey. And then it's kind of like, uh, you know, whatever. And then like you kind of go. So I'm like, so you really wasn't interested. You could have just said, well, I'm not interested in this or this is not a good time for me. Like you could just yeah. say that instead of having me over here. Like, like, where's Waddle? Like, boo-boo the fool. <laughs> you know? No, but I'm really I'm blocked, so I'm not even going to talk about people who ghost for real, because blocking could be worse than ghosting. But y'all let me know in the comments, which one's worse, blocking or ghosting? Let me know which one y'all think is mm. worse. I don't know. That's a good question, honestly. Because I don't block, because I, I don't know. If I block you, like, you really did something egregious, so I'm like, nah, you got to, like, I don't want no contact at all. But I, I block because they, they keep on talking, or they do crazy stuff. And I have to block. Keep okay. on texting me, cause sometimes I ghost, but they'll keep texting me, and then I don't respond. My friends, like, I don't block. I'm like, I'm tired of seeing that text message. Oh, I <laughs> don't like to see. Them. I like them to see that they left on red. I don't know. Uh, oh <laughs> no, that. Well, I don't even get my real number, but that blue kick to turn. Oh, okay. Leave me alone. Don't text me. <laughs> I have other. But then I'm I'm already talking to somebody else, so like, I don't even care for you to see. <laughs> I just blocked, you know. You on, said I'm on to the next. What are y'all doing? They said thank you, next. Like I'm on to the next. It don't Girl, I'm just and because I multi date a lot of the time too. It's like yeah. And how do you multi date? That's just whew. how do I multi date? Yeah, yeah, that's just a lot. It's really not, but like I said, everyone's different. My locks. I, it's time to redo these bad boys because this thing. But <laughs> but it's really not that bad for me because again it's kind of like personalities, schedules, habits kind of sort themselves out. So you know now in my young days, oh my roster used to be lofty. Your girl was juggling them, okay. But as I've gotten older, you know I'm not as energetic as I used to be. And stuff like that, I can't seem to juggle anybody. But first you gotta find him to juggle. So. <laughs> But no, like this year though, I've had a quality batch this year. I've had a real quality batch. I'm like, all of them have, hey, everyone coming in, everybody has pretty much been quality to the point where it's like, man, like. Oh, that's good really quality. Where you finding them at, girl? Because they trying to figure out where the men at with quality. Is it girl, quality? it's a mixture. So the best quality I've been finding is on the BLK app. The dude that I'm talking to now what? on there. The but you got to pay. That app? Oh, you got to no. pay though. They it's, got lives and everything on the BLK. No, the BLK app has good catches, y'all. Like, it's, it might be the age range you're putting in. Because I'm looking at, like, I think right now my settings are between 38 to 40. Oh, well, that's fine. I'm fine about 38, girl. 10 years. I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly. But I'm about to be 35 in November. So, you know, so my age range is different. And then it also depends on, I want to say, location. I feel like you could edit location on there. If I'm not mistaken. I don't but, think you can change your location, but you could do miles like oh, your location. Oh, okay. That's what it is then. I think that's what matters. But that has been reaping a harvest for me this year. I gotta I gotta admit. I'm like, y'all are husband material. Okay. Like I'm talking quality men, y'all. So that has been great. And then in person, honestly, like, you know, me well, I work um doing like lift and stuff, so I'm out and about a lot anyway. And so that helps. But I would say as far as like when I'm just out and meet people, this year I've been going to a lot of like pop-up shops and festivals. And there's a crowd for that. Like there's like a community for that. So I feel like the people that I've met there are quality. 
Um, and it could be the stuff that I was going for makes a difference too. So, um, but yeah, I would say that, like, get outside of nightlife if you've been just inundating yourself with that. Um, or go to, like, nice restaurants. Go places where you can <clears throat> be seen and you can be by yourself and you don't feel awkward. Like, you know, you can sit down and enjoy a poetry reading or a meal or something and look approachable. Like, smile, say hello. Like, you know. That's me because I'm like, sit, this at the events. You, you said what? That's me because I'm just sitting there like this. <laughs> You can't have a meme mug. And it's <laughs> but I be into about it, but I be saying my mind. And sometimes it's just as simple as like, like I'm not sitting there teasing the whole time because then you look crazy. But you know, <laughs> it's just as simple as like, if we lock eyes, I'm like, hello, keep it moving. Oh and my so, gosh, I think I missed my part not to cut you off. But I was at that gym, but I locked the eyes with this white man. Okay, but he was like, I don't know if he was really white, but I looked at him. And he like smiled, but I just like, <laughs> like I just looked because I was like so sure because I was like not really paying attention because I was really was looking at somebody else for real, for real. Oh, the gym is where the men is at, for real. But I was like, oh, that's so rude. Like he can really think I have an RBF because I was just like looking like, mm. but I was like so focused on like trying to like change the weight or whatever. And he's like, mm. so I was like, dang. So I was like, if I see him again, I was like, oh, and I'm like, oh, hi, smile. <laughs> so I was like, that was horrible. Like, I might have just missed my dang mark. He might have been able to help me out. Girl, you gotta, you gotta take a look. But yeah, I don't. But I don't also walk around going like, they like smile. Like, what am I smiling about? My life is. I've been thinking about my life. So my life is hectic. My life is crazy. Like I have nothing to smile about. <laughs> you got money in your account. It might not be as much as you want, but you got it. What is that? That's something to smile about? Money in my account? That's something to smile about. Well, I don't know if it's nothing to smile about because it's about to be out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look at the positive. I'm trying to something encourage to cry you. about. Now, that would get me crying. Too. If you tell me to cry, I can cry. Girl, you're on your way. You're on your way. I'm trying to uplift and encourage. Like We got a lot to smile about. Girl, it, I it could be worse. It, I, it, it literally is worse. Like I don't think people understand. It <laughs> like the dating life is matching up with my regular life. Like it's really all that is spooky. It's not so. So I would say too, like where you're at in your mind really does reflect in your external, in your energy, right? Because I was doing this lift ride the other day, and I, it was a long ride. I had to take this guy practically to the Valdosta, but it paid very well. I was happy. And so we were talking for the whole like two hour ride or whatever. Oh. And in the middle of the conversation, yeah, like, well, he's married though. He was just, he was nice. We were just having a friendly conversation. And um, he was just like in the middle of the conversation, like, you look really happy. <clears throat> he was like, you have a like a natural glow. Like you just look joyful. He was like, is that real? Or are you putting on? I was like, no, like I really am in a good space in my life. And don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things in my life that are going wrong right now. <laughs> there's a lot of things I need to be worked on a lot of pressure on my shoulders but i think it's it really starts from within like i know it sounds cliche and cheesy but when people say that it's true like when you're in a certain space regardless of what your circumstances are looking like it radiates in your energy when you walk into a room with that it's like it's magnetic you know and it's hard to put into words but i'm in that space now and i'm seeing what people mean when they say that but you know also i would say too Dating is a train wreck these days. We all can agree. But 
and this is another reason why I kind of like to motivate or like keep my options open. One, a lot of these dudes are doing the same, whether they admit it or not, <laughs> you know. And two, I, it kind of makes it like I don't know, like less pressure in my eyes at least, or like less stressful in my eyes. Not for everybody, but in my eyes, it's almost like okay, he didn't work out next. Okay, on to the next. Okay, when I had a date, that was cool. Okay, we, you know, like it's almost kind of like a game, not in a toxic way, but just kind of like, okay, moving on, moving on. That was fun. And I'm kind of learning about myself more and more, especially the older I get. <clears throat> and then I will say too, I can't say this is everybody's experience because some women my age are going through the fire right now. But <laughs> I will say with my dating experience, it has gotten more enlightening as I've gotten older because of the quality of men I'm meeting and because of the work that I'm presently kind of trying to do on myself. So it's like with every experience I go through, I'm like, all right, I know a little bit more about myself now. I'm way more vocal now in my mid thirties than I was in my twenties. I've always been assertive in that way, but I'm more vocal where it matters. Um, and I don't know, like when you meet people that are on the same wavelength as you, you don't waste time. I can say that this year, it has not been a lot of wasted time. It's been very much like, even if we don't match up, it's been like, okay, well, this is what I'm looking for. This is where I'm at. Okay, that sounds good. This is what I'm looking for. Okay, we don't agree on that. Okay, it was nice to meet you. On to the next. And we keep, we keep it moving. You know? I'm like so, that right now. But you don't feel like it's wasted time since you've had to date so many people, though? And like, mm. you're like, Cause girls, okay, finding this person. Okay, that's not working. You don't feel like that's wasting your time? Because mm -mm. they're actually taking me on dates, so... Uh, <laughs> that's not the pay for it. Thanks for the experience. That's a long trip. But I don't, Alexis, I don't know if you heard the answers earlier, but we said apps. Rondell said black, and then she said, like, going to bars, going places, and just being approachable and not having an RBF, you know? Yeah, um, but go, don't go where everybody's flocking to. Like, go someplace where it's, like, of a different echelon <clears throat> and where it's more, like, business class so i'm not gonna say don't go out late night or whatever but if you have like availability one day off the week to go out during happy hour that's a good hour to meet guys like one maybe you're probably gonna meet huh maybe get happy hour yeah girl but you have to go to certain like restaurants or lounges or bars so like a good hotel restaurant with a bar mm. that's a good place because you're gonna meet like business class guys you're gonna meet guys that are like you know, just getting out from the office, maybe a business meeting, they just want a quick cocktail, maybe a steak or whatever, before they go home. Let me um, go ahead to the hotel. Girl, I'm telling you, and then it's not overrun, so you can be seen more. Like, you don't want to go someplace where it's super crowded, because it's going to be harder for you to be approached, because there's so many other people there. People are just more than likely trying to be with their friends, just getting, get out. You want to be in the places that are more, like, low-key, wow. but of a certain, like, you know, quality of people there. So um that makes a huge difference and you're gonna have better conversations also like i said this year i've been meeting a lot of people at festivals and the festivals okay, what festivals you be going to so usually the festivals i go to are cultural or history based um you know so summer i went to a lot of juneteenth festivals i go to a lot of cultural festivals um that might be hosted by museums so um and then there's like festivals for different hobbies and stuff so if you go to things like that, you're going to meet people either with a common interest or of a certain line of thinking, you know? Nine times out of ten, if someone is at a festival held by the Atlanta History Museum, they're of a certain mindset. Like, you know, you're not going to just be there and you're not interested in that kind of stuff. Car shows, that's a good one. I Ooh. Car shows are good. I yeah, never went to a car show. Maybe I need to add that to my list. 
but I will say church single events because I was at a conference. That's a good one because I was at a conference and this lady was like, oh yeah, I was married. She was like, she was giving me hope because she was like, she didn't get married until she was 33. And I was like, oh, where did you meet your husband? She said at a singles event at church where I said, where I go to church as a single men don't be there. But hey, at least there's some places <laughs> where the single the singles and you can church where the men are single at. Let, please help. Yes, do it. Do like an Instagram search, and if you see a church with a lot of young adults, they're more than likely gonna have a thriving singles ministry, or at least like a young adult ministry yeah. where you can meet singles. No, I'd be asking, yeah, I'd be like, where, like now that I'm going to, I'm like, where's the young adult ministry? Well, I moved out of Atlanta, but the young adult ministry was about to start popping, and I'm so right. sad because now I'm not there. At your church in Atlanta? Yeah, at the church that I went to in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. got you. But yeah. now, um, but now I don't live there, so now I'm like, okay, well. Where do I go now to find a young adult? Whatever. So that's yeah. that, and that is hard. But you might have to go downtown where you're at now. Downtown, you tend to find churches with good, you know, good uh, Our downtown don't really have churches. Oh, really. okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it's not like a big city or something like that. So I don't know about that. But yeah. But um, oh, there was something else I was going to say too. Ooh, but I think I forgot. But I guess we can mosey on to our next segment. <laughs> yeah. We are at the segment where we are sharing our dating horror stories. So if you have a horror story that you like to share, put it in the comments and we can chop it up. Um, oh, I, I love what husband, I said. You should say, did you see your comments? We were married eight months later. We just made 15 years in July, so don't be discouraged. Oh, thank hey, you. come that on. Is, yes, that's another thing, too. And that's what the, the lady was like. Yeah, I met him and he was talking. He just got divorced. And he had kids, and she was like, "Well, I'm on a timeline." He was like, "Yeah, I only want to get married to another ten years." She's like, "I only have two years, baby. They was married next year." Okay, so sometimes you gotta Ooh. tell them what it is. Yeah, and that's the thing. Just like, are you open to people with other with kids and stuff like that? But it's also like a timeline and different things like that. You know, but eight that's later, interesting. That, oh, go ahead. And I was like, eight months later, that's really quick for an y'all made fifteen years. That's good. That's good, baby. People be married when you know after enough. five years, and they be divorced after one. Listen, when you know, you know, and that's the thing too. I'll say, like a lot of the time, in my experience, when a guy is ready and serious about you, it almost can feel like, whoa, like this is really moving. You know, that's <laughs> where we're like, we're not wasting no time. But um, what you were saying about do you want a man with kids? I've actually opened up a little bit more to that, and it's crazy because I'm a single mom, right? You would have thought I would have been like, oh yeah, for sure, but. At first, I was kind of like, eh, but that's because, you know, when I first became a single mom, I was meeting a lot of guys who were single fathers, but they were not keeping their house affairs in order. It was a lot of, like, you're still trying to be in your, the mother of your children's bed, you're still trying to date, you know, you're trying to do too much, mm -hmm. but I would say this year with my dating, it has revived my hope that blended, and I grew up in a blended family, so I've seen it done amicably, but I wasn't sure if that was something that would be my story, but I will say I can do a man with kids if the situation is right. Oh, okay. If the situation is good, what to do with the kids? Because you said kids. I said single father. I said, hold on. Is that who we talked about a couple years ago? <laughs> Girl, we going to have to talk a lot about that one. Oh, okay. Because I said, I said, oh, man with kids, baby. And see, I'm at the point, like, I really think, um, because I'm young and I don't have kids, I really just don't want to step into a role being a stepmother. Not necessarily saying that I have to be, but in general, like, thinking of a child that's not mine and you just know there do be bitter baby mamas there don't be some bitter baby mamas but it's just like me having to be in a role and so that man he's probably gonna you know 
want to buy a house he's probably going to want to stay in that area you know versus me i don't have mm. the kids so like i can move i can go i can do more freedom things not that he can't but it's like he's going to probably be like i don't want to say station like he's a military but he's going to be yeah. set to stay in that city in that area he wants to be close by his kid and not that yeah. he put first but you know sometimes baby mama's be crazy it's like if you don't get your kid, blah, 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 or like you're not gonna get your kid if she around. I don't want to have to deal with that. I don't want him to have to deal with that. Like I can't be around him because she ain't met me. Then I gotta meet her and I gotta hear her and her friends. Well, not hear them talking about me, but whatever. In the sense, like they're gonna be saying something like his new girl, blah, 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 blah. you know. So all that comes into it. But unless the woman is definitely over the man, then maybe. Yeah, not. and I would say that those are all things that i learned from and i asked those questions like okay what's the situation like do you have structures in place is, is anything through the court like you know are, is she moved on like am i gonna meet them because that's another thing too where guys in the past would be like not introducing me and now i'm the secret because again they're trying to play both sides so but i would say i tell every woman that i meet that doesn't have children and especially if she's young like don't feel like you got to settle for a, I don't want to say settle for that sounds terrible but don't feel like you got to date a single father like mm -hmm. you don't have to like you know you you should experience having a child for the first time with someone who's also experiencing that I wanted to do that that wasn't that didn't end up being my story but you know it's a beautiful thing when you can kind of journey through that together um and then being on the single parent side there are perks of single parents dating other single parents there's certain things that another single parent's going to understand about my lifestyle and my priorities that someone who doesn't have kids might not you know so i definitely get it from both sides mm, i can't see that i can so um yeah we want to talk about some horror stories the much horror the dating horror stories is a lot like i kind of got some dating scenarios horror stories i'm gonna leave that to rondale but <laughs> okay you start then you give us some scenarios yeah Oh, well, I was gonna say you go to the horror stories first because I well I'm trying to think of like some dating scenarios that are just like crazy. Mm. I think well I should I barely can like for me it's like it's so hard to get to the date because what men say when they talk to you and that's like that whole response like how they talk and I could talk to you about dating apps so online dating like I be scrolling through so many things they be like don't message me if you ain't gonna talk don't message me if you looking for a um not a provider but like if you well if you're looking for someone to pay your bills which is kind of a provider, that provider but that's how they say it um mm -hmm. i don't want you if you have fake hair if you don't have a job like i'm not your sugar daddy and it's just right. like the profiles be so uninviting that it doesn't even want you that you don't even want to date you don't even want to swipe so i'm just like that mm -hmm. but like that's what we see out here and it's just like that's why i really have i don't have that much hope because it's like it's just such a negative experience like they're like dating supposed to be fun dating supposed to be this but it's like you can't even get that and then when you do try to go on the date well they want you to go 50 50 or like you talk on the phone with them and it's just like they don't have any conversations like i'm pulling teeth like i'm a dang dentist pulling <laughs> teeth out to get them to move their lips that's why i make that declaration from the jump baby don't look for me to reach my wallet on a date because if that's the case i could make this a business meeting and make it tax deductible like let me tell you what i offer you need some consultant services you got what, what you what you need but then okay. that because when you go on dates do you tell them that you have a successful business my friend oh no you. Uh, do you oh no your business or do you say you're entrepreneur like what do you say i say i'm self-employed 
self-employed or i'll say like um usually i'll say i'm a content creator because most people b believe it or not don't know what that is so i'm like oh what is that and then i keep it minimal because i learned... don't know that content creators make a lot of money though well thank thank the lord the guys that i meet don't really know what that is for real and they be like oh what is that or sometimes i'll be like oh i'm um you know, self-employed. I work in my family's uh, nonprofit, which that's not a lie, you know. But I try to kind of water it down at first, not too much, but to the point where they don't get too eager to be a part of like a brand. Because I, I found that I was running into a lot of guys that were like, "Oh my gosh, you have this, you have that. Okay. Help me build my business. Help and, me. Let me be on your podcast." Let me and, do that's the, like, and that's the scary part too. Is like my friends talking about how you have to like I don't say dumb yourself down, but dim dim it down because like. You can't really show and say what you want because you know nowadays men are gold diggers. Listen. So it's like you don't really even know what to say or how to say it. I'd be like, I ain't got no business. Well, one dude, like he made me, he it was like so annoying, and it was just like I I try to keep myself like. Granted, I am private. Like I'm private. People might not think that I'm so private, but even with dudes, like I try to keep it private. So I told he was like, "What you doing?" I was like, "Oh, I'm um watching YouTube with my friends." And so then he's like, okay, what you watching or whatever? Then he's like, oh, like you do YouTube. And I was like, no, I was saying I'm watching it. He goes in, he already looks at my name, screenshots it, and sends me a picture of it. Oh, heck no. That's creepy. It's so <laughs> creepy. And I'm like, creepy. I'm like, I'm pissed off because I never once told you that I did YouTube. I never once was like, he's like, oh, I read it wrong. Like, why are you so quick to go to YouTube? And then even if you do it, why are you showing that to me? That's creepy. The right like because i'm not gonna lie i be running background checks on these dudes and everything but i'm not gonna show them that like oh look at what i found like i didn't know you do that yeah <laughs> no, one time i was on a dating site and i had like i was a podcaster and so i guess some people do know because then i was getting people following me on instagram and i don't really like dudes on my instagram so mm. that's ugh, whatever mm. and so that's nothing to that's another thing too. My friends like, you don't tell me you have a podcast. No, I do say I have a podcast. Like in my bio, they like, oh, they can listen to it. Then one dude's like, oh, I want to get on or whatever. And I just kind of like left that out. But yeah. other time, I'm like, oh yeah, I do do YouTube. They be like, oh, can I see it? So it's it's a genuine interest sometimes. So they're like, oh, can I see what do you do YouTube about? What do you talk about? And then they're like, okay. And then they're like, can I watch a video or whatever? I'm like, oh, okay. Or if they say, do you have social media? I'm like, no, I don't have social media. But you would lie to my game. We just look it up. But that's if they want to do it or not. So it's and I'm with you on that as far as not wanting them to be on my YouTube like that. Because I'm very, like, vulnerable and transparent on my YouTube. And I just feel like it's a wolf in the, in the pack. Like, why are you here? I'm usually talking to women. I do have some male friends to support, but it's still kind of like, why are you here? Like, you can kind of like listen to my videos and find out everything about me. Mm -hmm. before I'm ready to talk yeah, about yeah. And that's what, <laughs> it's like, I really just like share what I want to share, whatever. So sometimes I'd be like, no, I don't, they like you could create, no, I don't create content or something like that. So I kind of like scale that back, but I really don't create content now. So it's going to be scaled even more back, <laughs> but I still do have a podcast. So I'm like, but I, but hey, I love listening to my podcast. Cause my podcast ain't necessarily always about me, but I'm like I can right. download, so you could go listen to the podcast. Period. Okay. You, I think I have, you know what? I think I have I do a podcast on the BOK app too. Yeah, but that hasn't really been too bad. I haven't had too many guys be like, mm -hmm. oh, I found the podcast, whatever. But oh no, YouTube, oh. asking me like on Facebook, they be like, oh, you have a podcast? Oh, what's your podcast called? Oh, where can I? Oh, podcast? that's good. They do like so it's kind of like an interest versus like, oh, you have a podcast? I want to be on your podcast. Oh. But some dudes okay. like, oh, I did listen to it. Like, so, so some dudes do listen to it. So I kind of just like gauge it. Like, 
if I see that they're a podcaster, I'm like, okay, I can see like we, you know, you could collab or whatever. Or oh, mm. I can see like you're really interested in it. Like oh, that's cool. They always be like, oh, what made you do that? Like what made you start a podcast? Mm. And I be telling them. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's different. But it's like you go into my YouTube, the screenshot, like, and then I never even said if it was me or nothing like that. So then later on, I told him how like that was where he's like, well, is that you? And I never even answered him because I'm like that is so creepy. But you know that's so me creepy. if you see my face in the picture. But it's like. Why would you go to go and do that? Like, to go and, and then let me know that you did it. Like what? Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's creepy. Too, so even now though, like I am in tech. Well, I be saying like I I do do tech, but even now I'm like, oh, I'm in education just to see what they're gonna say. But I also on them app, I be like, do you have a job? They be like, no, you didn't. Nope. I don't swipe, swipe. What's your job? <laughs> if, they're tech, if they're more techie, I'll be like, oh, I work in tech. Oh, I work in tech support. If it's like a dude that don't really have a career, I'll be like, oh, I work in education. So I kind of change it up like that too, in a mm. sense, you know? But it's just, well, wait, why do you change it up though? Well, why, that's do you, like, why do you do that? Because if I tell somebody, no shade, but if I tell somebody at like Walmart or Kroger, like, oh, I work in tech, they're going to say something, you know, not that they're going to say something different, but it's like, okay, I'm explaining it or whatever. Or even, you know, thinking like, they're going to be like, oh, she got big money, whatever. Like, no. But if I'm talking to a <laughs> She got that long money. If I'm talking to a software engineer, there's a lot of dudes in tech now. I would say, oh, I work in education and I do tech support. Because then they know, like, okay, I do do tech. Like, I work in education. I'm going to tell them education just because, like, they are software engineers. And I'm like, I ain't nowhere near that. So I'm just saying, like, I'm in education, I'm transitioning to tech. Versus just someone regular, I'm like, oh, I work in education. And then even when I say tech, they're like, oh, what's that? You know, oh, tech support or something like that. But the software engineer is going to know what tech support is. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. The analyst is going to know what that is. Uh, tech support, like, I be, and there be dudes with jobs, software engineers. I can't think of the main one now, like data analyst. There's another one that's really, really popular. Um, but I, of course, I can't Systems think of engineer. A what? Like a systems engineer? Yes, that is, that's it. Mm -hmm. Analysts, stuff like that. So I do change, like, oh, I work in education, da, 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 But I, before, I didn't even have my job up on there. But I'd be asking them what they do, so then I already know they're going to ask me what I do. Yeah, and I, I'm you the same way. Saying, I don't think. Saying, like, you at work. I'm like, sir, I work every day. Do you not work every day? That's another thing, too. Like, you, well, I can understand why guys might ask me that, because I say I'm self-employed. But. Um, so it's a little harder to pin down, but yeah, I do ask if they're employed because there definitely will be guys on the dating sites who are in between and in between. And this is another thing too, where I feel like, especially as a man, um, you should be in a place where you are at least happy with where your life is going. Because like you were saying with the negative, um, profiles, so they're like, don't message me if, and it's like, boom, 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 boom. That's unattractive, sir. Like, you're already coming with all the smoke, all the angst. I don't want to talk to you, period. Now. At like, all. You know, the... You just look like you're ready for a fight, like you're ready to tussle. Who wants to yeah, approach someone? they be like ready to tussle in there. I mean, I said something like that, but like, they be ready to tussle, and it's like, it's not inviting. And it's like, why do you think that? And that's another thing, because, you know, men, they ego, and you don't have a job. How are you going to try to take me out? <laughs> then you're going to be like 50, 50, this, this, and that. And you don't have a job, you don't know what you're doing. And that be dudes like, they like, oh, I'm just figuring out. Or they do have jobs, and they don't pay as much. And even this one dude is like okay you don't have a job or like you're not really where you want to be at and that's what i think the difference between men and women are sometimes like men they'll be broke whatever they still be trying to pursue the women the girls they're gonna be like no let me get myself together let me be able to be prepared right to date to get it but men are just like oh it is whatever like well that's what i'm trying to talk about do y'all think love, love is blind is love blind you didn't watch it Ooh. but one guy and then he's like he's like money will be okay like i just want to be in love so like that but like love is not blind 
you broke and you, you might be a sugar mama, but you can't provide for what she wants. So that's another thing too. It's like, yo, do y'all think love is blind? No, it's absolutely not. Blind, but not. In this last season, these men didn't have that many, like a lot of these men didn't have jobs or whatever. And it's like, why are y'all even here on this dating show? You're getting married. And my thing is right. too, it's like, I want to see if you can provide. It's not that I can't provide for myself because clearly I've been doing that and I can do that. But I want to see right. if I'm looking for, and also here's another thing, I'm dating to marry. What are you yeah. dating to do? Because if right. I'm dating to marry, I'm looking, are you a provider? Do you have money? Do you have income? Do you want kids? Like I'm looking for all that stuff. And so yeah. it's kind of like when you're just like, okay, I'm just dating to date to have fun. That's a whole different thing, but I'm looking for stuff in place. And so if I come with that same thing, that's why they were like, oh, you can't expect this. Like, yes, you can. Like they were like, oh, you need to bring it to the table. They bring it to the table, yada, 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 yada. Well, Especially as we get older. Yeah, and I'm like, I mean, I am old. I think I'm old. I'm girl, I'm old. You, you are far from old. You are, you are, you are just getting started. You, girl, you girl I'm just getting tired. <laughs> That's what I am. I'm You're like all my life, I had to fight. Okay, like, and it's only been a couple of years, and all my life, I still had to fight. Like, I took my girl Seely. Like, oh my gosh, and the girl was eight years. Oh, like yeah, so like, when you're looking for certain things, you're looking for that marriage material. You're looking for someone who wants to have kids. Like, and it's kind of hard to be on the same path. So it's kind of like, yeah. where do we find the men that we're looking for? And if they're going to be ready, and if they're not, they're going to be ready at 38, 40. I can't have kids at 40. I mean, yes, I can. But I, I will say so. One thing that I've been realizing in my years of dating, because I've been dating since I was 14. And like I said, I'm about to That's a long time, months. girl. Girl, I talk about tired. I've been putting my 20 years. Okay. I'm, just, I'm tired. But I'm whole resume. Okay. Okay. Period. Like, but I feel like I'm about to embark on that next season of life. I really feel well, it man, in my shining eye that it's going to do a single save in the city. Oh, I, give it to somebody else. No, no, I already have the vision of how that's going to evolve and everything, but I'm not going to speak on it because I don't want to like jinx it or nothing like that. But I already know what the name change is going to be, what it's going to be. I know all that. Like, Damn, no, that's rude. See, I don't like that. That's rude. How you going to try to change it and you just getting the people up in there and now you're going to move on? No, like, <laughs> no, it's still, it's still going to have. It's, it's gonna still be gonna engaged have engaged and ready no, to be prepared no, for marriage. No, no. <laughs> it's still gonna have a single element, but it's going to evolve in ways. So when the time comes, y'all will see. But I'm not gonna ditch my I'm already sister. Mad. Be I'm here How you mad. already mad? We ain't not even married. <laughs> well, you already got the idea and you already got the vision, so it sounds like you're making it plain. Okay. I'm I'm just saying, when when we embark on that new season, your girl's ready. You know, be ready. God's been giving me downloads. But um, one thing I will say, though, is that I have learned that, obviously, you're not always going to meet a guy who's just lock, stock, ready to go, like Ikea furniture, just boom, he's got it all. You well, can just sell all you got to put that together. Well, that's true, yeah. But, you know, he's not just going to be all the way together, like, boom, you can just come in and sail off into the sunset. But I think at least what I've learned is the most important things or some of the most important things to look for is what is his vision for his life? Is he in hot pursuit of that? So is he like just talking about it? Like, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Or is he actually materializing these things as you get to know him? And um, what I said his vision, is he materializing it? What is his work ethic to go with that? And what are his overall ambitions? So ambition and vision kind of go hand in hand. Like, you know, how ambitious are you? 
that matters because like i'm a hyper ambitious woman not to the point where i'm never content or satisfied but i have a lot of big plans for my life and for my legacy so i know for me i can't date a man who is okay just working his regular job and not even trying to evolve and grow within even his career field you know i'm not saying you got to be an entrepreneur like me or whatever but i want a man who has a vision for his life who wants more for himself too because what I found is that when I date men that are complacent, being at a certain level, it starts to cause angst between us because it's like, oh, you always trying to do something. You always trying to go here and do the right. And it's like, I feel like I'm weighted down. He feels like I'm doing too much. You know, we're just not on the same um, trajectory where it counts, you know, our mm -hmm. foundational principles. And then I have a very strong work ethic, you know? So I need a man who can appreciate that and who has a strong work ethic in his sense, whatever your talent is whatever your gifting is whatever your vision is so you know those are things that you want to look at and that brings me to my point i was going to say where when you look at those things love itself is not enough like love in and of itself is even just a feeling that butterfly feeling and all that that you get that goes away quickly and it ebbs and flows throughout the course of your relationship you need to have things to stand on you need to have a common um like i said a common trajectory you're going in doesn't need to be identical but we need to be walking together we need to be going towards the same things and money is a major thing money shouldn't rule you money shouldn't control you and it shouldn't be something you worship but it is a necessary asset to live in this life and so the older we get the more that it matters especially when you start thinking about okay you want to get married that cost you're going to have to find a place to live <laughs> we know that cost especially nowadays if you want kids having kids is not cheap and especially as you get older you got to think about health issues like for me when I had Christian, I was a high-risk pregnancy, and I was 27. And after that, I'm always going to be high-risk because of certain health issues that I have that are just, they, like, they're not reversible. Now, my pregnancies don't always have to be, um, you know, super crazy, but because of the health issues I have, any pregnancy I have, money is going to have to be decent, if not amazing, because I can't be out here grinding and working and doing all the stuff I know. Mm. So these are conversations that, I have because it's like, you know, are you prepared to be the, the sole breadwinner when we're having kids? Because for the sake of my health and our child's health, I cannot work. Like, that's something that the doctor's going to say. You cannot do this. Like, you got to be, you know, laying low for your health and the baby. So if you're already coming into it like, oh, you got to split everything down the middle, 50-50, da-da-da, you can't work for me because I'm not going to put myself in that position with a man who's not ready to step into that role. It doesn't mean that you can't that you can't um prepare. So obviously as I'm working and building my business, you know, it's my duty to be saving. It's my duty to make sure I'm a good financial steward. But sometimes things happen. Sometimes you can't always get the plan executed the way you want. So if I come to you as my husband, I say I'm pregnant, you know I have these health issues, but now you tight because I can't pull my 50 then I shouldn't have been married to you, period. Because if you are going to be so upset about being a provider, when I feel like a man should find pride and joy in that, to know that his wife and his kids are taken care of, then we got bigger issues to get to the bottom of as far as how we do life and the foundational personal relationship. You know, because I just wasn't raised in that kind of environment. Like, my mom's very entrepreneurial, very enterprising. My dad is the same way. They make a great power team. They accomplished an amazing life for us as two immigrants in this country. But there were definitely seasons where my dad was a sole breadwinner and he made six figures and we were not struggling. Like, yeah. you know, and my mom did not have to work. Come on. And then there were seasons where... And, yeah, and that's the key word. Oh, sorry. Come on, it's like, 
you want to like you got to find people who want to be men and you can't make nobody be no provider you can't make nobody want to have kids like so that's not exactly like, you can't make someone do that so that's another thing it's like i want to see so that's why i try to tell my friends like no like don't make him do anything you gotta watch him shout out to judge lynn Toller, my girl you gotta watch and see what he gonna do is he gonna give you money is he gonna ask you are you okay yeah you don't need to be telling him oh i like this i like that like you could show it and have a conversation but like see what he brings to the table see what he wants to do is he like oh i can't wait to have kids i can't wait to have a family if mm -hmm. he don't say that sis, he don't want it is he concerned about you from my background i had two kids two kids Ooh, i came from a I don't have two kids. I'm I came from a two-parent <laughs> household. And my dad is a provider. Okay, provider. My mom mm -hmm. has money too. But he was like, you don't got to do it. And that's another thing too, what you were saying is like, I'm seeing if my man can't provide because I already know when I'm pregnant, I don't want to work. I don't want to work one while I'm pregnant. Two, I want to homeschool my kids. I want my kids to be at home. Can you see me homeschooling my kids? A lot of people can't. So I'm, yeah. I'm just trying. You're very you're very detailed. Like you definitely can homeschool. Girl, if I can homeschool, you can do it. <laughs> oh well, no, not even detailed. I mean, like, do you see me as like me wanting to be a homeschool mom or something like that? Like, do you see that in me? That's I, what I was trying to ask. I think I can only because I know how much like you like to travel and live kind of like the unconventional life. So it makes sense. Yeah, and so that's why I want to do it, right? Because you ain't gonna tell me my kids gotta be here, blah 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 blah, whatever. Period. But knowing that. Um, and also travel with my kids. I want to homeschool my kids. So that's another reason I'm trying to see like, yeah, of course I can try to figure out how to make some money, but it's nothing like 50, 50, like, no, you need to be able to pay the rent. You need to be able to pay this. I shouldn't, my stuff shouldn't be the reason why we can't afford or something like that. Like my stuff right. should be extra. And so I want to make sure that you can do it. Whether if you, I don't care if you're an entrepreneur. Well, no, I do care if you're an entrepreneur. Low key, I want somebody <laughs> with not, I don't care if you can make some money. I'm going to just say that like, I don't really care if you're a doctor, but like, I don't, you could be a high earning person. Like entrepreneurs is iffy, but what I'm saying is I don't care if you, however you make your money. Like, I just hope that it can be able to sustain a lifestyle. And if you yeah. want all these kids and you want me to be a good mate to you and be able to have these kids and raise them and stuff like that, like you need to be able to bring your, um, bring your share. And another thing is women, no shade, no tea. In the relationship, women are the only ones that are having the kids. So I got to risk my body. I got to have this kid. I got to have postpartum. You're not dealing with none of that. The least you could do is bring some money into the table. Y'all be like, what do you bring to the table? The whole dang baby. Your whole legacy. That's what they be forgetting. Your woman creates the legacy that you're going to leave for your kids. That you're going to put your mark on. Your legacy is in your kids. Who has them? Your wife. Mm -hmm. It's it a woman to have a baby by me. Not to amen, and not to mention that the woman makes the house a home. Like there's just a different energy that a woman brings to a home to make it cohesive. Like you can walk into a man's house nine times out of ten when he's a bachelor and it's got bachelor written all over it. From the time you are on the doorstep, they like, don't even yeah. have no headboard. Yep. When are you doing? Okay. <laughs> No headboard, they don't got no place nine. They, they only got plastic cups and plastic silverware. Now, I do have plastic, but I also have regular too. Okay, I, you got both. You're like, don't get it twisted, baby. Okay, I got regular both. dining. You ain't got no couch in the living room? Where you sit at? <laughs> they no, sit on folding chairs or Walmart. Have no pillows. How you only got one pillow? Like, one, you know, you know your back is hurting. Pillow. That's bad for your back. Like, <laughs> Bad for your back, like you ain't got no pillow for your girl. Like, what? Now, I don't know if I'm the most now. I will say this I don't know if I'm the most domestic person, so I don't know really how to make I don't know if I'm really making my house a home. But 
I guess yeah. I see overall, it's like, oh, okay, you want this to look like this, like you want it to be, like you want it to be able to feel good and kind of look good. And maybe because I don't got the money, I don't think about making a house in the home. But maybe when I have some money, you know, <laughs> I should be able to decorate and make the house the home and make it look all good. And you I know, and I think it's that, the, the ebb and flow of like a man and a woman together. Like you just can't beat that. I'm sorry, like a man that really understands, like. And here we go with the feminine energy. But the man, the man really understands like that femininity that a woman brings. Like it's just different. Like when y'all are cohesive together. I don't, don't want to. That's what I be like. If you have masculine energy, don't swipe. What is masculine energy? Because you want me to pay for the bill. That's why I got masculine energy. Feminine energy don't know how to split fifty-fifty. Okay, baby. Okay, I'm not reaching for my wallet. Price range. I need to date in their price range. That, ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. If you ask for masculinity by splitting the bills. Date in your price range. That's good right there. And that, oh, I forgot to say this too when you were saying if, if love is enough or if love is blind. And when you said date in your price range, it made me think of this guy that was trying to date me earlier this year. And I cut him off like towards the summertime because he was of the mindset like love is enough because he's a divorcee and also a single father at this point now. And he was going on and on about how his ex-wife basically, um, money issues was big in their marriage. Like, cause he, he's um, not in a career that he went to school for. Like mm. he's blue collar, but blue collar can make money. So I don't want to, I don't want to crap on blue collar workers cause there are blue collar workers that make money. Like, like, yeah, like a trade, but he's not in the trade he went to school for. So. All of that contributed to the marriage falling apart. And I believe he said that she cheated on him multiple times, like basically had an affair and money was kind of like the catalyst for that. And so after he told me all of that, we ended up having conversations about like um, money and relationships and stuff and just, you know, everything, money, sexual intimacy, faith, all that. And um, he was just like appalled by some of my comments in the conversation. And I was like, love is not enough and this and that. And he was just like, oh, I thought love would be enough. I'm like, sir, didn't you learn from the last marriage? Love is not enough. Like, <laughs> you know, love is not enough. Love, like, no, love don't pay the bills. Thank you. I'm like, this is why I really want to be like, this is why she cheated on you. But that would have been hit below the belt. So I didn't say that. But I was, <laughs> I was just like. You have this fairy tale view of marriage, like, oh, we're just gonna be in love and cooking dinner together in the kitchen and dancing the R and B, and it's just gonna be amazing. No, like when them bills start coming, when Georgia Power is like, um, your bill is due, when the car. Not even when your bills due, when them lights is turned off, you be click, you be flicking, and you can't even have. Okay, light. okay, yeah. your car is about to be repossessed. Love mm -hmm. comes within when everything else is together, and that's another thing too. When they talk about love is not enough, because it's like okay you know this person what is love and then it's going to change when you have kids when people lose their jobs when different things happen so i understand love and supporting someone through something but also it's like there's different dynamics and different things that are that happen you know but here's a good question i wanted to ask you how important or is it important to have the person of the same faith like would you date someone who's a muslim would you date someone who has a different religion than you Person me i can't do it because my life is too rooted in christ for me to do that and it will just cause confusion in the home um not that we couldn't raise kids together and live a good life together but i feel like if you're really knee deep in whatever your faith is it's probably best to find somebody who is aligned with that alongside with you or at bare minimum is supportive of it and willing to walk that journey with you maybe they don't identify with a particular religion but i i personally can do it i know people who do but i can yeah. Okay. What about you? I'm I'm yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if I'm there because they said uh Muslim women. 
They said the Muslim men be treating the women like queens. And yeah, the Christian men don't. I've heard that. So, you know. That but, I mean, I would say. They be getting price and everything like that. These Christian men, they be cheating on your dog and y'all having babies on your everything. So. But, but yeah, that happens with, with Muslim men, too. So, I would say, like, you really well, they can't. they might have like one, one wife. Now, I don't really know too much about it, but I was like, they treat you like that. So, I don't want to compare. But, yeah, it could be separate. But I'm just like, the Christian men, they be taking you to the ring. And sometimes we do work men. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you don't want to do, I, I know for me, my sweet spot with men, as far as their faith, are men who have a personal relationship with God, but they're not churchy. I feel like there's a difference between a guy who's like, oh, yeah, I grew up in the church, and he's the upcoming, you know, the next bishop, the next apostle, he always got a word for you, always trying to lay hands. Like, that's, I can't do that. That's team too much, you know? But if you're someone who I can, I got to be able to pray with you, period, because that's literally how I've been making it through life. I got to be able to, you know, if something is going left and I'm like, you know, the Lord's laid it upon me to fast and you feel led to fast, we should be able to do that together. Or at least you support that, you know, Ooh, I got to be able to my father because I can't be fast. <laughs> Fasting is good, girl. Fasting is a game changer. My dad, he talking about three-day fast. Well, dad, I was fortunate. Like a water fast? Three-day fast. No water, no nothing, girl. Nothing. No water. Oh, your dad, he's an OG. I think it's just water. Yeah, some water. Or he'll just do something to after six o'clock. But baby, he be doing no water. I'd be like, ooh, three day fast food, child. Oh, he's an OG. Your dad got it. <laughs> <laughs> he do fast a lot. He do fast a lot. But you know, I need to have that. I need to be able to read the Bible with you. So you know, um, because I had when I was in my twenties, I dated like two Muslim guys. Um, one of them, he was a whore, flat out. He was a flat out whore. Um, and the, <laughs> the other one, it just was too much friction. Like we just, and I wasn't even as solid in my faith then. Like I was always a believer, but you know, I wasn't as mature in my faith, but yeah, it just was too much. So I would just say, just, you know, know what you need and get to the bottom of like, what do you see yourself raising your kids at? Like, mm -hmm. what do you, you know, uh, what do you want your lifestyle to be like basically? Yeah, true, true, true. Um, yeah, and as we're wrapping up, you know, we've been on this vibe for a while. Thank y'all so much for listening. Um, yeah. so we talked about the horror, you know, we talked about oh, I didn't even share the horror story. Oh, okay, share the horror story. Okay, well, I'll just keep it brief. So, one of my horror stories, I was dating this guy back in like 2010, 2011, and um, we met on I want to say Black Planet or something, it was like an OG site, but. We met on there, we were talking, everything was cool. And one night he asked me to meet him up at Georgetown, no, sorry, George Washington University in Washington, DC, because that's where I'm originally from. And so I didn't think anything of it when he told me to park in the back of the building, because if anyone's been to DC, you know, a lot of times people park in like the alleyways behind the building or at the side of the building or whatever. And I knew he worked there late night. So I was like, okay, cool, no problem. So I pull up, park behind the building, and all of a sudden, as I'm parking and getting out the car, I see this group of women walking from one end of the alley, and they look like they're angry, but I was like, okay, it's only me in the alleyway, so they can't possibly be mad at me. So as they're getting closer and closer, I see the guy that I was talking to and dating coming from the other end of the alley, and um, they're coming closer and closer. He's coming closer and closer. They finally approach me, and they're like, are you Rondell? And I'm just like, yeah, like, how do you know my name? That's weird. And they're like, oh, do you know such and such? And he's not close to me yet, but he's approaching. I was like, yeah, like, I came here to see him. And there were, um, there was his, basically, his baby mama, his sister, and, like, her cousins or something like that. It was, like, five or six of them. And um, they were like, well, he's taking 
this is his baby mama or his girl or whatever. They've been together so many years, blah, blah, blah. And they came to fight, y'all. They were going to beat me to a pulp. Like, they literally were going to whoop my behind in that alley and leave me for dead. And um, basically, I see him approaching, and I'm just like, oh, such and such. And he's like, who are you? Acting like he don't know me. I'm just like, what do you mean, who are you? It's Rondell. And so that's when they basically told me, like, yeah, we came here to whoop your behind. Um, but we could tell that you're really confused here. You don't know what's going on. And then they basically were just like, yeah, make sure with these guys, like, you get to the bottom of it. Make sure you do your due diligence because we really came here for her too tonight. So her too for what, though? And that's the thing about it for me. I'm just like, I literally, one, could have lost my life because this dude decided to lie. <laughs> and, yeah, so and like, you know, live a double life. Like, he set you up to get beat up? No. She went through his phone. His baby mama went through his phone but and saw that we were texting his Right mother. then, though? And so, oh, so maybe he was tapping. She, like, tapped his phone or something? No, they to be lived, to, they lived together. Because he told me he lived with his mother. He lived, like, maybe 10, 15 minutes from me. He was like, oh, I live with my mom. But he never let me come over. I was young. I, I was, like, mm, 20. One, but my thing is, they be having so much energy for you, but they don't have no energy for him. So you was gonna beat her for dead, the girl that you don't even know. Thank you, and that's my thing about it. And so I told them, I was like, I didn't even know he had a woman. I was like, I literally asked him several times if he was single. He said yes. He went with mom. I showed them the text messages and everything. So then, so she, his baby at? mama, he was right there when all this was happening. So his baby mama pulled him to the side, and she was like slapping him beside the head, like, oh, you keep cheating on me, and this and that, da da da. And I think she was pregnant again if I'm not mistaken, and they had a daughter already. And all of this started to make sense. I'm, yeah, and I'm like, all, all of this starts, it started to make sense. I'm like, this is why he never wanted me to, like, come over. He never wanted to, you know, like, talk after certain hours and stuff, because I'm like, you got a whole child and another one on the way. They do say after, home. yeah, they be like, if he can't talk after a certain time, he has it, but my whole thing is, so, he told you to come to his workplace. Mm -hmm. You must have been tapping his phone to meet, to be a No, I, I think what happened she texted me from his phone to make it seem like he texted me to come because they basically knew that they were going to come and beat me up and leave me for dead in the alley. Oh. And so, yeah. So then he's coming outside. I think what probably happened was like they probably got there early enough to where they go to his office and they're like, oh, we about to settle this and this and that. And that's why he came outside, you know? But I'm just like, why are you coming towards me to hurt me when that's your man? Like, I didn't know that you were with him. That's not even my style. I don't even like a man that got too much competition. Right. <laughs> like, it was. Did he say anything to you after that? Um, I think he tried to text me like two days after that, but um, he was blocked. That's the one dude I did block for sure. Cause I was like, nah, I literally could have died. Like they came to literally beat me until like Lord five of them. Happened. Like yeah, where the mm -hmm. energy for be him? Shoot, that's what I'm get saying. Your, get your kid and go. Actually, I don't promote mm -hmm. violence, so don't listen to this part. <laughs> 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 but break right over him, but, and you don't have another kid with him. He's been you right. So that's, like, like, that's something you I don't understand women like y'all want to get the girl so bad. The girl didn't do nothing, the girl don't even know. So y'all let these men play in y'all faces and y'all be mad at the next woman. Mm -hmm. Oh, he, oh, she's this, she's this, she's that. Well, guess what? He was with her and he was talking to her. Mm hmm Yeah. So that was a scary experience. That does sound scary. That sounds so scary, baby. Baby, when I would have seen the alley, I'd be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, you reverse. know, but the thing and the thing is, it's like where George Washington University is in D.C., like 
it's not abnormal to see people walking in the alley and stuff. So that's why I didn't think anything of it. I was like, okay, they're probably college students, so they're probably going to a bar. So, you know, because that's DC. People cut through an alley to make it a shorter walk or, you know, walk to the car or whatever. So, but I'm just like, nah, like, they look like they coming for me. Like, <laughs> as they get closer, I'm like, they look like they're coming for me. They probably they don't look you up and everything yeah. in your pictures. Well, I don't know yeah. if pictures out and everything like that. But they probably was looking at everything. They was like, yep, that's her. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yep. She texted you from his phone. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was like, let me know when you make it here. So I was like, okay. So that's on like, I think that they got to his house. I mean, not his house. They got to his office. And then we're like, yeah, we about to get this girl and all that. So that's why he came outside. Because he probably wanted to be like, okay, what's about to happen here? Yeah. And, but that's all my thing is like, so he wasn't seeing these text messages. That's like the only thing I think about him. Like, he wasn't seeing these text messages. That he didn't, he didn't have his phone. That's what I would have been so confused about. Like... What? Well, the way the way she was slapping him up when I was there, she probably like demanded that he gave her the phone. It was like I'm a texter and you gonna go like she seemed like one of them types, like basically had him by the ball type. That he needs to leave too. It sounds like domestic violence, and that is it's October mm -hmm. when if you get abused, leave. But okay, I can see that. But it's like he seems something though to be to come out or something to come mm -hmm. out to be like oh, okay. But she's slapping mm -hmm. him like, ooh, child, y'all. Uh-uh. a lot going on. So after that, that's when I really was like, yeah, I'm investigating anybody I did. <laughs> like, I'm doing all the work that I can possibly what? do. I'm asking all the how questions. Do, well, tell the girls, how do you investigate? What you do how so they can, you know, know what to do? Well, there used to be a free app called Free Background Check or something, but now you got to pay for that. Damn. Which, I mean, it's not super expensive. If you want to do a light search, you can pay like $1 or $2 or something like that. And it gives you the basics you need to know. Because, girl, I have another story real quick. I was dating this guy in the Richmond area in Virginia. He is a scammer, like a lifelong scammer. I'm sure he's still scamming. And he lives in Georgia now, too. Um, last oh, time I heard. <laughs> you say, oh, he's scamming. Say less. <laughs> But he's somewhere in the Atlanta area last time I heard. But this is back in, I want to say, 2011 or 12. And he was trying to see me one night. He gave me his address. I looked it up, and it actually had, like, his mother's name attached to it. But I pulled up to the house, and it's a whole white family in there watching TV. I'm literally on these people's driveway. Like, thank goodness I didn't ring the doorbell or anything, like, right away. Something told me just look through, like, the little side window by the front door. And I was like, this don't look nothing like his family. Like, I don't see nobody familiar, nothing at all. I'm calling him. I'm like, where are you at? He's not answering the phone. Then he contacts me, like, two days later. He's like, oh, sorry, this, that, that happened, blah, blah, blah. He was basically trying to get money out of me, but it, it didn't work. But How is he trying to get money out of you go, to go into the house? Yeah, so basically... What he wanted to do was get me to come to the house, more than likely probably sleep with me, of course. And then he would have did what he did after that, which is when he contacted me two days later and asked for $500 um, for some, some emergency he said it was or something. And I was like, I don't have $500. Oh, so, I ain't got a dollar. Hold on, but okay. that wasn't even his, though. So, like, where was the It wasn't even his. Girl, I don't you know where he was. You be doing it, baby, because I'd be too dang scared. I'm not going to no house. I'm not doing none of that. That must have been in your younger days, baby, because I'm not going, yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm not driving to nobody's house. That sounds too scary. Sketch, I'm not meeting you at your house. I'm not doing none of that. And I definitely, this was like, gonna give me no money. This was, oh, heck no. Nah. This was like 11, 12 years ago. So yeah, I was <laughs> definitely much younger, but you know, you was um, I was outside, honey, okay? Like when I was in my like late teens, early 20s, up until I was 23, because that's when I met my ex fiance. I was outside. I got stories for days. Like, 
I'm chilling now. I'm low key. Like I said, I got. I don't even have a lofty roster like I used to have. I got like. Yeah, I, know, I need to get my roster up, but I'm like, I can't even get my roster up. The dudes that I see are not quality. You gotta go. Well, I can't even say. Well, no, find a nice hotel. Find a nice hotel in your area and go to like the restaurant area. That's what I'm gonna have to do. I'm gonna have to do. Yeah, have to that, do that. that would make a difference. So we gonna see. We we gonna see. Yeah, I got a lot going on right now, but we gonna see maybe next next week or next. Yeah, year. We gonna just get or next year or just get your well, next week is my homecoming. So I'm really trying to manifest me a man at homecoming. Oh, I'm you did want to talk about homecoming. So oh, are you yes. You said what? You're going to get your boo at homecoming? Oh, yes. I'm manifesting a man at homecoming. I'm going to some mixes, some networking events. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be trying to scope the scene, see who the men with money is. They come back, see what jobs they got, see who back in the city. <laughs> I'm to... Looking yeah. for the sugar daddy. Okay. <laughs> Unless we're going to be in Miami. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'm trying to see. But if that don't work, then I'm like, oh, maybe next year I'm going to have to go to those hotels. But next week, I'm going to try to snatch one up we gonna see if i can somebody. it is in person we could talk i can feel a vibe i don't gotta do all this other stuff online yeah and hopefully they do yeah. so we, we don't see so yeah we're gonna see yeah. So, yeah i know that's right well definitely keep us posted and i did want to touch on what keysley submitted yeah i was gonna say yes like we could wrap it up with that one and yeah talk about switching from that yeah we could do that okay so you guys let us know in the comments your thoughts on this your advice but um so Keezy wrote in hey girl and she asked like how do you navigate roles in a relationship when you've been single for a long time you're used to doing things on your own being super hyper independent whatever and now you have this man in your life who is like a man like he wants to help he wants to take the load off of you but there might it's be a healthy relationship yes like how do you navigate switching from always doing everything on your own to trusting him to take on that role of like leading and protecting and providing and all that kind of stuff so if anybody has any answers in the comments because i told her i do not know <laughs> <laughs> i would say for me um i'm kind of in that space myself now too so i don't have like world-class advice but i would say like one definitely check yourself and just be like okay i know i've had to carry the load all this time but i don't have to do all of that now like if that man is showing himself to be trustworthy he's showing himself to be genuine like allow yourself to be taken care of allow yourself to not always have to steer the wheel like allow him to lead and to trust that because sometimes too it could be a power struggle because maybe you're very particular about how things are done like you want it to be done a certain way um, and that's something i've had to work on i'm still working on because i like what i like and i like it to be done a certain way but there's more than one way to skin a cat. So, you know, it's just like, if he can get it done and, you know, he's willing to do it, let him do it. I think for me, it could be a little scary, especially when you're talking about um, when you have kids. I know Keasley doesn't have kids, but for me, it's like, okay, I think about these things, you know, Christian's getting older. Um, I don't introduce him to guys I'm talking to unless it's really good. Because he's only met like two guys I've dated in his entire life. And he didn't meet them as my boyfriends. I was like, oh, this is my friend, you know. But I think about like, um his transition you know like him getting used to a man being around all the time because his dad isn't around for those that don't know it's an absentee situation so it's a lot it's a lot to consider don't rush it don't you know force it 
but don't get in the way of someone taking care of you too. I feel like a lot of times we always have to wear the cape as women and we don't know how to burn the cape sometimes and <laughs> just be taken care of. Yeah, you know? so I forgot kind of the question that she was asking her how to change it. Like, I don't know if she's always taking care of herself or whatever, but there was something that this girl wrote um, in this other group that I was in and she was talking about how she wants to do stuff for her man and he doesn't allow her to do it like he'll be like oh um, she'll like give him money for his haircut or whatever and he doesn't do it he doesn't let her pay for anything she tried to pay for something um, like when they were all out at like the bowling alley and he was like no don't pay for it or whatever so also if they want to operate in a you know masculine they want to be like i'm the breadwinner whatever that's cool but one thing also um this is probably what i'm gonna have to work on i don't know but it's also maybe like being thoughtful like uh shifting from single into a relationship just being thoughtful so it's like you don't have to always be like so not uptight but like you don't always have to think about so much stuff or if he's going to take care of it just think about him like if you want to do something nice for him as in a sense like this is what they say. This is not really what I said, but I'm going to say I said it, you know. <laughs> they like, okay, if he's, like, running out of stuff, like, guys, guys like that, like, they don't want to, they don't want you to send the money for their haircut or whatever. Like, if he's running out of something, you could buy that for him, you know. If you're going to to his house, you could be like, hey, do you want some food? Like, if you see that he's running low on lotion or deodorant or something like that, or even if you feel like, we talked about it earlier, the dudes don't be having no pillows. Like, hey, here's some pillows, you, you know. <laughs> Being awful. Okay, going back to me saying like oh i don't think i can make a house at home or whatever but i would see something like that like dude your pillows now would i buy pillows i don't know but maybe i would though but it's like showing like you care for him yes. and that like you think about him i think that is kind of bigger for guys because talking to guys they're like oh they just want to be thought about so like you know yeah. saying something nice to them bringing them something something like that or maybe like buying something that they could use like a gadget or something like that i think uh, navigating that like shifting like not thinking about yourself but instead of like having to do like big old grandiose things or something like that just think about like the little things maybe if he says he likes something maybe you just can surprise him with that one day and just try to figure out different ways to kind of let him lead because i'm all about a man leading because you, you can lead i don't want to lead i don't want to lead a family i don't want to lead i don't want to lead i don't want to be in charge okay um just or just give him more autonomy or whatever give him more autonomy or when he's like oh you want to go here to that be like okay i want to do this you know mm -hmm. that can help men too because they always like women don't know what they want to do well they ain't never met me girl because i know what i want to do okay you're like take me oh, here okay. <laughs> that's me <laughs> intentional I, I, want this. I, I already know what i want for my christmas present my birthday present i already know where i want to go to yeah i got nobody even buying for me but baby once you ask it's gonna be there okay it's, it's a wrap it is a wrap so you wouldn't buy a man some some pillows or bring him some soap well no that's not what i'm saying well my friends that intentional and functional gifts are always good i wouldn't think about yeah. buying that for somebody like i'm not saying i wouldn't buy him a pillow but i wouldn't think about buying little things for him because i'm like well dang why don't he have no pillow you know but going back <laughs> like, it's, the man, it's the it's the man cave like why he got a pillow meanwhile i got four pillows you know <laughs> I would like a man don't have pillows. Like I would just be like, huh? But I guess see my brothers. I'm like, okay, I can see dudes don't have pillows. So mm. then I'm saying I might go and buy him a pillow. But my dude, he may like that I pay for his haircut. I don't know if I would pay for a guy's yeah. haircut or whatever. But I'm just saying different things. Like I feel like picking up on something that they like. But it is more functional. Like you gonna buy that man's yeah. socks? He's cold. He talking about he cold. Why ain't you ain't got no socks? 
<laughs> I think I'm really good in that area, but it's more so from a selfish point because when I come to your house, I want to be comfortable. So I'm gonna buy the pillows so I got back to work. I'm gonna make sure that I buy the well, sofa I like this money. It's for you. It's for you. Yeah. <laughs> so I I think I'm pretty good with that. But that's like after we're together, together. Yeah, like well, we're that's just what I'm saying, like going over doing that. Like I wouldn't just do it for a random dude, but that's what I'm saying. I ain't mm -hmm. never been in that situation to be like okay let me buy you stuff for this or whatever mm. yeah so it's just like okay i can see because some dudes they'll be okay with that are like okay if i am cooking now i don't know because some dudes they be trying to invite themselves over like when i'm cooking they be like, oh, can I have some? i'll be like no you can't not you cannot have <laughs> where my plate at like no it's <laughs> like where where's your plate at i guess in your oven that you forgot to cook for yourself <laughs> so it's like, like, that. like that's a ton of like i first of all i don't like to cook so you ask me where you play that. That's more food I gotta prepare. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> like I don't want to do it. Whereas where if my we dated, whereas if we, what'd you say? No, I said I can't stand a where my type dude. Like where yeah, my it's like, Whereas if we were dating and maybe you was over here, but this one girl said, and it was a it was a long feed. This one girl was like, I ate my food in front of him. He asked me where his plate is, but he didn't put in on it. Him. She's like, I don't make plates for people who are my man. Like, that's crazy. Dang. That's savage. That's but it's true. It's like, <laughs> but if you're over, then I would probably do it. But it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to make a plate for you. You want to come over? You can have some. Right. Food. It's not like I'm cooking for you or like I'm bringing you some food. Like, yeah, but also it's like women can do, I mean, more things than cook. I don't really want to cook. That's not really my trick. Like, I don't want to have to be in the kitchen sure. slaving over four and a half hours for some food. Like that's just not what I want to do. I'm more but of I know a if I have to, but you know I'm not. That's not my ministry. I, like my ministry. I was told. Oh, go ahead. I didn't have that. Oh question. no. Like my ministry is like uh, a chef, somebody to cook the food. Listen, I can just eat. I've always been blessed to be with men who love to cook and can cook. Because I'm more of a clean freak. I know how to cook. I can't cook, but. I'm not a, I'm going to cook you a hot meal every every night type of woman. You're going to be eating these leftovers and we're going to call it a thing. So, you know, <laughs> thankfully, up until this point, all the men I've been in a relationship with were the cooks of the house. And I was very happy with that. But now when it comes to cleaning, I got to clean. Like, I just was, I'm a clean freak. I'm really OCD about that. So every week I'm on point with that. But the cooking, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not very domesticated. I will clean, but I'm also... Honestly, that's why I'm like, oh, I'm about to bring money. I don't really, and it's, it's, I don't enjoy it. So honestly, I don't want to cook nor clean. I don't enjoy. Like, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to do that. It, it, because it keeps on getting messed up. Keep on getting messed up. Keep on getting messed up. Like, I'm, I'm tired of cleaning up. I'm tired of cleaning. The only time I enjoy cleaning is like if I'm listening to a podcast. Mm -hmm. phone, oh yeah, well, that's but, only how I can clean everything. If I listen to a podcast, I'm on the phone. Yeah. That's only how yeah. I really get through it. Podcast, phone, because it's like when just like washing your clothes, you gotta wash them, then you gotta dry them, then you gotta fold them, then you gotta put them. It, it's just too much. So, <laughs> like, it's, I just need a housekeeper. I need someone yeah, to I need a housekeeper and a chef, and yeah. that's gonna be right in my life. That's why I'm about to be in the Caribbean because they get help over there, baby. Come on now, go somewhere. I'm about to be somewhere where I can get some help. Well, you know my family is moving back. Yeah, year, and so. then you want then you want to add kids to the thing? Like, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Add kids to what? The pile of I'm gonna have to keep on taking care of them. <laughs> but see, when they get old enough, we they're doing the some of the housework. <laughs> okay, well then they can be the house too. That's rude because I like. To watch the house. 
Oh, clean the dishes. Clean, give any of my dang dishes. Ew. Okay. I hate it. Kids are. Oh, yeah, but your family is moving back next year. Aren't you moving? Or you don't know if you're moving back yet? I'm going to split my time. So I'm going to be spending part of the year here, part of the year there. Okay, period. Are you going to, are you going there this year? I know. It's next year. Yeah, in December. December. I'm spending the month of December there. My mom's leaving November 5th or something like that. She's spending like two months. That's so cool. It's so cool. But mm. we could talk about that offline because I'm about to be in the kitchen. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah. But hopefully y'all enjoy because I got to get some dinner. Um, hopefully y'all enjoyed this. Um, if you have, you know, anything you want to chat about, put it in the comments. Thank y'all for joining. I know we were on here for a long time. So dating is spooky after all. But, you know, hopefully we can come out on top and we can rise up and have great relationships so we don't have to keep talking about this topic anymore, okay? But it's one of those two factory, eat cheesecake. What did you say? No, I said, there's hope out there. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. probably If you want to eat cheese, if you want to go to the park, have fun doing that. If you want your man to pay for the bills, have fun doing that, 50-50. We don't do that, but Great. somebody else will do okay? <laughs> so um, make sure to listen to the podcast millennial thoughts on all platforms make sure to follow me um if you don't millennial thoughts pod i'm starting a new season all about mental health next year um yeah and so i'll be doing some lives as well so if you enjoyed this make sure to come back for more and i'll let rondell tell her stuff and then we'll close yeah. out make sure you follow my page too like i said um single said in the city is very event based so we are doing traveling meetups next year. Lots of travel, lots of meetups in different cities. Um, the getaway is postponed to 2025, but it's going to be a lot of experiences and travel. So if you like that, and by single, I mean not engaged, not married, then come on down, follow us, and um, make sure you join the newsletter. Just enter your email anywhere on the site, single and save in the city.com. And then if you want to connect with me in other ways, just follow at official Rondell Martin on here. You'll see everything else I'm up to. You moved the getaway to 2025? Girl, yeah, you didn't get the email. I moved it back because people were like, we need more time, or that month doesn't do that. So uh, registration is going to open in January. But we are going to travel next year. But I'm not going to release all that information right now because I don't want to overwhelm y'all. So no, I know. didn't see that email. Yeah, I sent it yesterday. Oh, well, that's why I didn't see it because you sent it yesterday. Yesterday was a lot. Um, oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah, I haven't checked my email for yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, because that was in March, right? No, it was in May. Um, May, yeah. So it's still going to be the same location, same all-inclusive, all that. I'm just pushing it back to give you guys more time to, you know, get prepared, get your payments in and all yeah, that. Yeah, so, that was why. Because I said, ooh, girl, I'm going to Ghana. So I had to I figure know. out my Ghana. So, yeah, I'm going to Ghana. Um, and then I was trying to go to Mardi Gras or something like that. But that's cool. Um, I didn't talk to you online if you're going to push that back. Because I had a really good idea that I feel like we could do it together. But we could see. We could talk about that offline. Yeah. But sure. um, nevertheless, uh, please support us. Follow us. Your fellow content creator. That's her. I'm not a content creator. I just talk. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have a great night. And I'll talk to you later. Bye, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of For My Sisters with Dell Podcast. Don't forget to keep the conversation going and use the hashtag for my sisters pod on social media so I can see you and show you some love. If there are any topics you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, be sure to email for my sisters podcast at gmail.com. I'll see you on the next episode. Love you. Bye.